This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, January 13th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Stabenow's message to farm groups, Nebraska's new senator, and biotech regulatory concerns. Stabenow calls on ag groups to fight cuts. Senate Agriculture Committee Chairman Debbie Stabenow is calling on farm groups to fight any cuts to farm bill programs as House Republicans work to reduce spending this year. I hope all of the agriculture groups will come together and support us to oppose reductions, the Michigan Democrat says in an interview on AgriPulse Newsmakers. This is an incredibly important bill, a must-pass bill, and we don't want to get caught up in anybody else's agenda or ideology. The bottom line, she doesn't want a repeat of 2011 when House Republicans instigated a battle over the debt ceiling that eventually resulted in $23 billion in cuts to farm bill spending. By the way, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, the California Republican, is downplaying the concerns that the GOP plans to use the debt ceiling to get a deal with Democrats on spending could hurt the economy. We don't want to put any fiscal problems to our economy, and we won't, he told reporters yesterday. But he said, quote, we've got to change the way we are spending money wastefully of this country, and we're going to make sure that happens. Our newsmakers will be available later today at agripulse.com, and it airs tomorrow on RFD-TV at 11 a.m. Eastern. Ricketts gets Nebraska's seat. It's finally official. Former Nebraska Governor Pete Ricketts will take the Senate seat left open when Ben Sass resigned to become president of the University of Florida. Nebraska's new governor, Joe Pillen, announced yesterday he was appointing Ricketts to fill the seat for the next two years. We've got to hold Washington, D.C. accountable for the waste and fraud and make sure that we're running government like a business, just like we've done here, Rickett said during a news conference at State Capitol in Lincoln. The seat will be on the ballot in 2024 and then again in 2026. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy co-op in the country. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the upper Midwest. Among Edge's top priorities is milk pricing reform. Over its long history, the federal order system has aimed to serve farmers by ensuring the orderly marketing of fluid milk. But changing production and consumption patterns are rendering the system ineffective. Edge envisions changes that create flexibility, promote fairness, and strengthen the relationship between farmers and processors. Good morning and welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Plant breeding said threatened by regulatory delays. U.S. biotech regulations are making it harder for plant breeders to bring new gene-edited products to market, putting the country at a competitive disadvantage internationally. Speakers representing researchers and seed and technology companies said at a federal listening session yesterday. Inconsistencies and delays at USDA for gene-edited products threaten to hamper U.S. competitiveness even at the field trial testing stage, said 
Ed, Jerry Yelly of Yelly Advisors in St. Louis. He said the biotech approvals in Brazil, which are done by a single agency, quote, are now consistently much faster than U.S. approvals. Jim Radke, a senior vice president of biotech company Cybus, said USDA needs to streamline its review process for crops that result from multiple but simple gene edits. He was speaking on behalf of the American Seed Trade Association. Former Interior Secretary cut ag water usage. Former Interior Secretary Bruce Babbitt is calling for the department to limit agriculture water deliveries in Arizona and California and break what he calls an internal deadlock from irrigation districts in these states. Babbitt, in a column written for the Nevada Independent, says the Interior Department can use Section 417 authority to limit agriculture water deliveries to amounts, quote, reasonably required for beneficial use. He says the term reasonable has taken on new meaning under the current conditions on the river system, which he says, quote, is at risk of collapse. It's now time for the Interior to use Section 417 authority for an expansive review of all agriculture use contracts and to reduce allocations to reflect a fair measure of burden sharing, Babbitt writes. USDA lowers global soy production estimate. U.S. Department of Agriculture has lowered its estimate for global soybean production for the 22-23 market a year. Brazil, which just began its harvest, expected to have a record crop, but production of the U.S., Argentina, and Uruguay are all lower than previously expected. That according to the USDA's latest World Agriculture Supply and Demand Estimates. Brazil now expected to produce 153 million metric tons of soybeans. It is a million tons more than the December WASD forecast, but USDA also lowered its forecast for Argentine production by 4 million tons. And in the U.S., farmers harvested about 116.38 million tons for the 22-23 market a year. That's down by 1.85 million tons from the USDA prediction last month of 118.27. USDA also lowered its forecast for U.S. soybean exports due in part to a new higher estimate for Chinese production. USDA said it cut U.S. export forecast by one and a half million tons, that because of higher than expected Chinese production and stiffer competition with Brazil. Broiler welfare guidelines get update. The National Chicken Council has revised its broiler welfare guidelines, which NCC says, quote, have been widely adopted by chicken farmers and processors to ensure all chickens are being properly cared for and treated humanely. First issued in 1999, the guidelines are updated annually and cover each phase of a chicken's life. The latest edition includes an update on evaluating birds' gait and their overall ability to move freely to feed and water. Ashley Peterson, NCC's Senior Vice President of Scientific Regulatory Affairs, says, quote, Our approach to the well-being of birds is to focus on objective measures and welfare outcomes throughout the birds' entire lives by carefully observing the chicken's behavior. Finally, 
Here's today's He Said It. What we went through last week will only make us stronger in the long run. That House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, the California Republican, on his struggle to win the speakership last week. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, January 13th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.